welcome to the Field of Streams, where I, your host, Janine McRae, bring you the tiny thoughts that stream from my brain and present them to you as though they're some hobnobbing 100-year-old bourbon, aged in a barrel made from planks salvaged from the Mayflower. Mmm, nautical. Now, I can't promise you much with these no-calorie nibbles, but I can promise you this. I will not keep you long. Today's missive. Well, here we go. I don't know where you fall on the Subway Sandwich fan scale, but perhaps you've heard the rumour that was going around about the tuna that they use in the sandwiches being not mm, technically tuna or tuna, depending on where you're pronouncing this word from, I guess. The post starts with a quote, the further you get the fish from the bone, the harder it is to recognise what that fish is. And that comes from an article that I read that delved into just that issue. How much tuna is actually in Subway tuna? They done did DNA tests and everything. I've linked to that story in the description, by the way. But there will be no spoilers here. You will need to go read that yourself to see what what they came up with. Anyway, that story inspired me to dig into my brain suitcase and have a little think-see about being an artist. Like... The further you step away from the act of making art, does that make you less of an artist because you're no longer making art? Or are you always an artist? Or in this case, I've coded it cleverly as the word fish. Basic premise, instinct or impulse, we are fish. We cannot stop swimming. Without any further splashing uselessly around in this pool of water, here is the post, all swim, no sink found in artist DNA. Quote, the further you get the fish from the bone, the harder it is to recognise what that fish is. End quote. Is it purpose or is it just impulse? Is it coded into our DNA? What is it that drives us to keep swimming even after we are caught and gutted with our bodies split apart on the dock, our intestines rudely out and our gills gaping, what is it that compels us to believe we are still capable of being fish? Are we fish? Or are we just Piscine pretenders? Do we gulp and bubble and fin our way upward, denying the dark pressure threatening us with the bends should we rise too fast to glory? Is it the artist's destiny to be forever picked apart by seagulls, our innards exposed and slid upon by rubber-booted gugans as they hose our rejected ideas from briny boards? I ask you, are we chum or are we water dancers? The further you get away from the thing you want to be, the easier it is to give up. They hose our blood away. They force the knife between our ribs to slice us and gut us and fillet us into submission. They make us feel as though the act of swimming is nothing more than a hobby performed in a pool from which we must be rescued. But our natures compel us. This urge to wiggle and gulp and torpedo cannot be quashed. We swim against the current and willingly into the jaws of sharks who are themselves helpless against their own dark natures. Reflections on the surface are closer than they appear. You are not fish, they'll say, sloughing the scales from our bodies as they stick fat and arrogant thumbs in our gills to drag us toward a lifetime of getting in line. Welcome to synchronised swimming in the cesspool of sameness, they'll say. 
We will make you a sashimi sheet to fit upon the dull mattress of your life from this day on. Gutted, flopping, gasping, hooks and nets and greedy faces abound, yet we are away, caudal, pectoral and dorsal fins steering our bodies as we struggle toward the promise of creative salvation. The further you get the fish from the bone, the harder it is to recognise what that fish is. We know what we are, and we don't need a DNA test to prove it. We will not accept this flawed system that declares us boneless and foe. We are fish now and forevermore. We taste as we taste, and we swim where we swim. Don't ask, where is your bone, tuna? Where is your rainbow, trout? Fish all you want, but your hook will find no purchase in our true purpose. The longer we are out of the water, the stronger the tide calls. We swim, if only in our minds. We make, we dream, we continue in the big blue, even with our flesh torn away by those whose dreams were long ago lost at sea. We filter and absorb nutrients from this imperfect water, imagining ourselves to be as big as whales, serenading the whole world. It is better to swim and keep on dreaming in the deep, Better to chance it against the hooks and trawls. Better to be one-eyed and steering than blindfolded by fear and drown. Better to be fish. And there you have it, this week's episode. If you're wondering what happened to the Mayflower, by the way, I mentioned it in the intro there, it wasn't turned into bourbon barrels at all. Probably. Maybe. No one really knows how convenient. But... Here's something from Britannia, and I quote, Some historians argue that the Mayflower was scrapped for its timber, which was then used in the construction of a barn in Jordan's Buckinghamshire, England. A barn, guys, a barn. And yes, I believe everything I read on the internet, including this. I mentioned rubber-booted Gugan, or Gugan, I don't even know how to pronounce that. You might be wondering what that is. Well, a Gugan is a low-life fisherman who fishes, typically without a licence, naughty, and fishes without regard to regulations or etiquette, especially toward other fishermen following the rules. Anyway, I hope you'll come back for more. These little missives are designed to inspire creative folk to get out there and make something of their own. If you do enjoy my writing, please be sure to subscribe to the stream newsletter at janinemccrae.substack.com. Share this with your friends if you feel like it. And until next we meet, I say this. Love what you love, and I'll see you out there making stuff. <laughs>